In today's show, we've got news about more COVID cancellations. Movie release schedules are changing. God help us all. Uh, trivia, headline news, and oh, so much more all in today's Disney Parks, a podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, welcome everybody to the show. We're so glad that you are here. How are you doing tonight, Uncle Tony? I'm doing good. Excellent, excellent. Before we get too deep into it, we want to let you know about our travel friends, our partners at Destinations to Travel. Uh, I know talking about travel might seem a little counterintuitive, but you know you can plan your next vacation. You can plan your trip to Disney. There's places open down here. Uh, it doesn't matter what you're planning, a family vacation, uh, a destination wedding, cruise, romantic getaway, a European or even Asian vacation. I don't want to leave our Asian friends out. Uh, or any other type of travel experience, let Destinations to Travel be your guide for your dream vacation. The best thing that you can do is go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two, travel. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, number two, travel. There's a quick little info form and someone from Destinations to Travel will be in touch with you as soon as possible and the thing is is they don't cost you a dime so it's better to use those guys let them book your vacation to whatever degree you want involvement in it great uh, it doesn't cost you anything and it's better to have them and not need them than need them and not have them so destination to travel we are so proud to be uh, connected with those guys and uh, we're looking forward to uh, hopefully being able to travel soon yes uh, how's your day yeah good uh I should tell you that Saturday we ventured out to the Whispering, the Whispering Canyon Cafe. Whispering Canyon, the Whispering Canyon. That's the way it was out there. It was very quiet. You hear, you hear crickets at that hotel. Well, that's good. Well, it does, it does mimic the old west, out west. So. Yeah. So uh, I will. Uh, yeah, I am proud to report that valet parking is now open. Hey. Hey. So I took that for a, a whirly bird. Nice. Um, I was like, uh, you guys valet parking? He goes, of course we are. Okay. Park the <laughs> are car. Are you in somebody else's car? That's awkward. Park my car then. <laughs> uh, so that was good. Uh, the Whispering Canyon Cafe menu is quite reduced. There is one skillet, three sandwiches, and like two salads, and that is it. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, the the land and sea uh, skillet is gone. It's just a regular one. Um, and uh, we had the bison burger. So the bison burger that they serve out at Geyser, they also brought inside. I guess well, if you want to have a bison burger in air conditioning and not sweat your kahunis off, well, you can go have it at Whispering Canyon now. Um, there was a couple other items. But it, it wasn't bad. The Here's my only thing I did not... Um, like mm. was uh, you know when we were at Plancha all those mm -hmm. people that came to the table had gloves on Yeah, they did not so they were serving my plate with their hand like their thumb on my plate and I was like 
really? With a pandemic, you want to touch my plate? I'd rather than do that than wear a glove, bro. Seriously, yeah. gloves are nasty. Gloves are the nastiest. No, no, no. no. But at the Four Seasons, <laughs> they change them after each time they come to your table. So they leave your table, they change their gloves. I never saw that happen. Well, it happened behind the scenes. That That's what I was told by many people there. So that was my only thing that I did not like. And the other thing that, I don't know, you know, they did put something on my seat in my car, but, you know, I had to wipe my steering wheel and my doorknob and my shifter, all things they probably touched to get in or out of the car or drive it for that mm. matter. Uh, had I had a Tesla, I could have just called it up to the front door. No, 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 don't bother. I'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> um, But that was the only other thing. So I just gave it a little wipe down before you know, when he got okay. out. Okay. Yeah. Wipe, wipe. But uh, yeah. it was not, it was not busy. There were no kids on ponies. There was no screaming and yelling. There was no ketchup coming to your table. There's no twirling a napkin around. There is nothing. Nothing. <laughs> the other, Sad. the only other observation I had was there was a couple that had maybe a, a, an infant, maybe two months old. Mm -hmm. And it was like, Okay, you brought an infant to Disney World during a pandemic. Okay. Hey. Just, hey, just, you, just you, want to make sure. Dude, I mean, it is what it is, brother. Yeah. yeah. I'm assuming they had DVC points that they had to get rid of. Probably. Yeah. Probably very accurate. Very, very accurate. Yeah. Um, we didn't do anything Disney this weekend. We had a lot of – we did a, a Christmas in July party for the neighborhood. Yeah. Which is cool. We had some Disney employees here. That's a pretty much a Disney thing that we that we did. It's not really not really Disney. But hey, right. you know. Okay. All right. Anything else? Yep. That well, was, that was it. Let's get into the news. And now Disney Parks Podcast News. All right, everybody. The art of Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge, has been announced for San Diego Comic-Con. You going to buy one? No, I'm not going to buy one. No, thank you. I've read the comic books. Not that impressed. As part of the Comic-Con at home, a new book was announced that will take readers into a artistic gallery far, far away. The art of Star Wars, Galaxy's Edge. I would buy the art of Star Wars, The Mandalorian. Okay. The large format book uh, will share some of the uh, much of the concept art and design that was part of the visual development of the Disney Parks land. Readers will find never before seen artwork as well as interviews about the land's creation from artists at Walt Disney Imagineering, Lucasfilm, and more. The Art of Star Wars: Galaxy's Edge is authored by Amy Ratcliffe, managing editor of editor of Nerdist. <laughs> And the author of Star Wars: Women of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might also recognize her from hosting gigs at Star Wars Celebration, a regular contributor to the IGN, StarWars.com, and Star Wars Insider. The book's forward was written by Portfolio Creative Executive for Walt Disney Imagineering, <laughs> Scott Trowbridge. How does he you... fit that on a business card? Front does and it back. Just wrap around. Front and back. Uh, you'll be able to trade in your galactic credits for this artistic tome when it hits shelves in spring of 2021, but pre-order sales are available now. 
So you're telling me if I collect enough credits by riding the ride, I can buy this book? That would – that's, I think uh, – that See, now, that would, that, yes. would, that would be a great idea, right? But yeah, but I – you know, I don't go there enough and ride the rides to get all that kind of swag. That, mm. What is the name of this book, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge? Let's see what it's going for on the old e not today, on the old Amazon. What's what's your guess? What's your guess? Sixty nine ninety nine. I would say fifty nine ninety nine. And the answer is uh thirty two eighty nine. Thirty two? What is it, a pamphlet? It's it's hardcover book, bro. Come on. Amy Ratcliffe Ratcliffe, yeah. It's uh That must be uh pandemic pricing or something. Yep, it's uh, it's 256 pages. Wow. Published by Abrams, not uh, Star Wars, or not uh, Lucasfilm or Disney, or Hyperion, whatever the name Yikes. is. Yikes, that's why. That's why it's a $30 discount. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> there you go. Let's run and get it. It's available on Amazon. Yeah. All right, uh, this is kind of obvious, but Disneyland canceled Oogie Boogie Bash due to the COVID. Well, also because they're also not open. Uh, make it <laughs> make it hard for you to Oogie Boogie anywhere in a park that's closed. Uh, the Halloween hits keep on coming. Uh, Universal also canceled their Halloween Horror Nights. So Disney said, all right, well, you're going to cancel yours. We'll cancel ours, too. Anything you can do, we can do better. We cancel everything better than you. <laughs> uh, this is according to the OC Register. Disneyland has now canceled its after hours Halloween event, the Oogie Boogie Bash, due to ongoing coronavirus concerns and certainly surrounding the theme parks not reopening, which is pending guidelines from the state and federal authorities. The event, which required a separate admission, was a new Halloween celebration unveiled in 2019 at Disney's California Adventure in a place in place of Mickey's Halloween party, which had previously been held at Disneyland Park. Uh, this started the night before Christmas villain Oogie Boogie uh, in his Oogie Boogie Bash uh, in mid-September, because that's when every Halloween party should be. Uh, it was held last year uh, on select nights in September and October. Walt Disney World's Halloween event, Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, which was set to begin on August 13th, was canceled back in July. Yep. So if you were a fan of the spooky, you're going to have to do it yourself this year. So I'm assuming that the reason they canceled this was so they could clean the parks at night. Because that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Well, for us, yes, but their park's not open. So theirs was more of a, we have to open the park first kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but for I'm, us, I'm, I'm assuming yes. Or will the NBA still be here in October? I don't uh, August? Know. Yes. The I, NBA, I so they may be using the park at night too, which could be the other problem. Well, yeah, maybe. But, mm. I think keep the park open during the day. Apparently, coronavirus is very active in the evenings. Well, the uh, the NBA so, is going there at night. That's when yeah, I get yeah. their their time in the park. Yes, because that's important. All right, sorry. <laughs> NBA fans are screaming and shut up. We know that you don't like the NBA, John. Get over it. 
Uh, so construction has kicked off for Disneyland Paris's solar power plant. They can't get any rides created. They can't get any hotels built. But dadgummit, we can build those solar power plants. Uh, Disneyland Paris recently began construction on its ambitious new solar energy project, part of the ongoing commitment to develop and implement environmentally responsible practices at the resort, while also promoting sustainable development in the region. The plan is being done in partnership and through a co-investment with French company Herba Solar, which uh, sounds like a character from uh, John Carter of Mars. Uh, Dotar Sojak, Urba Solar. See, goes together. That's you gotta look the book. You gotta look that up. See who Dotar Sojak is, which specializes in construction and operation of solar power plants. The project will be built over the re- resorts. Uh, will be built over the resorts' main guest parking lot in phases from. Uh, now through 2023 and aims to increase the amount of renewable energy produced and consumed locally by the resort. The milestone comes on the heels of the destination's phased reopening uh, of its two parks, Disney Village and Disney's Newport Bay Club Hotel that began last week, as well as the restart of other construction and refurbishment projects at Disneyland Paris. Huh. Those French people can get their constructions going. Hmm. Hmm. Would you like to come here and help us with ours? <laughs> Parlez-vous français? Miami, Miami. We'll put you in a plane with no middle seats. <laughs> Jeez. No guarantees to that, bucko. Trust me on uh, that. Gosh. Anyway. All right, so Disney also announced big delays. We're never going to see this movie. I, I, I really I'm, – I'm writing it off. I'm writing it off. Yeah, good call. Good call. Uh, Big delays for Milan, Star Wars, and Avatar. The the latter I don't care about. Uh, after twice de- delaying the release of the live-action version of Milan, which was originally scheduled, uh, they hyped it up, and now we can't get to see it. Yep. Uh, scheduled to hit U.S. theaters on March 27th, uh, Disney has announced that they've pressed the pause button once again, uh, which was then previously pushed to July 24th and then to August 21st. Over the last few months, it has become clear that nothing can be set in stone when it comes to how we release films during this global health crisis. And today, that means pausing our release plans for Milan as we assess how we can most effectively bring this film to audiences around the world, a Disney spokesperson said. Avatar and Star Wars were also pushed back in this announcement. Disney also announced one-year delays to all scheduled Star Wars and Avatar films in a message shared on Twitter. Avatar director James Cameron explained that that will just give him more time to make more film so that the movie will be seven hours. (laughs) 14 hours and 79 minutes. We're running film right now while it's closed. We don't don't know what it's shooting, but we have film. Uh, explained that the pandemic has delayed not only the live action work now underway in New Zealand but see he is running film but they also have been able to begin the virtual production work on the LA stage as of yet so here are the new I'm not even going to call them dates here are the new proposals of when this stuff is coming out Mm -hmm. Avatar 2 will be uh, uh, December of 2022 
Ooh, can hardly wait. Avatar 3 will be December of 2024. And Avatar 4 will be December of 2026. What do you want money on that? Let me write these down. Yeah. In a Sharpie. Yes. <laughs> then the untitled Star Wars will be uh, 1223. The mm -hmm. untitled Star Wars will be 1225. And then the last untitled Star Wars will be 12 of 27. You know what? I believe in this so much. I'm going to go get tattoos of all these. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the postponement followed an announcement earlier today that uh, – actually, last week this happened uh, – AMC Theaters that the company would, again, delay their reopening of their U.S. theaters, this time to mid to late August. Just say September. Yeah. Just say it. You could you should say it. Say it with me. September. September. <laughs> Better yet, sing the song. Yeah. September. Oh, uh, we are dancing in September. Uh, it's an understandable move given that there are no new releases, but that uh, was the expectation that Milan would be released August 21st. Now, the studio movie grill over in your neck of the woods, John, did you know that it is open? I did not. It is opened. They are serving dinner, either for takeout or you can eat in the theater. And they are running old movies like Indiana Jones and Jaws and Halloween and Poltergeist. So they're running all the old movies that you a, already in a movie theater. Yeah, great. Just saying. <laughs> That's crazy. I would not go to a movie theater to see movies I already own. I just don't see the. Unless they're like kids' movies, and it's you know I, I got mean, kids. I mean, I have I would want to see maybe Indiana Jones again in a big screen. Uh, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. You know, I, I it's see been a while saying. since I've seen it on a big screen. Yeah, yeah, that would be bad. Jaws wouldn't be bad too. Yeah, I, I, I correct get that my... scary feeling again. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I, I take back my original snide comment. I apologize. I would go see old movies. <laughs> and I don't own Jaws, so perfect match. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right, we want to thank our current Patreon contributors. We just got done recording a couple shows for our Patreons. If you are interested in supporting the show, if you like what we do here and you'd like to get on the uh, on board the Disney Parks podcast uh, Patreon train, all you have to do is go over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks podcast. We have a slew of amazing uh, bonuses at whatever level you want to help support the show, a dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever you feel comfortable with. But at the five and ten dollar levels, we not only have great rewards, but we also have uh, shows that you can't hear anywhere else. It's Tony and I riffing on different things, having a good time, being goofy as always, uh, and those shows are there. If you like the Disney by the Numbers T-shirts, like Tony's wearing tonight, uh, and you like to support the show, you can not only get all three shows, but there is a level that you can get the shows and a T-shirt delivered to you. All you have to do is just sign up once. And the shirts come like clockwork. Uh, so go over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. Thank you so much to everybody who's already a Patreon. And please, I know times are crazy right now, but we're trying to provide some joy and we're trying to provide some fun. So come on over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast and get even more of the joy that you love. Oh, yeah. Just kidding. Nice. All right. That sounded funny in my head. No. <laughs> 
right, last week we had a trivia question, and John, it was this. Yes. What is the name of the mountain at Typhoon Lagoon? Death Tower? No. Death Mountain? No. Space Mountain? Close. Oh, Splash Mountain. It was Mayday. Mount Mayday. Mayday. I feel like we need a... An air horn or something? I don't have a... Oh, wait. Here's a good one. Mount Mayday! Godzilla! Oh, sorry. All right. So we did have a winner. We had a lot of responses, and... There were only a few incorrect ones, so most people got this right, which was uh, very go. good. Uh, good. It was uh, George and Keeley, and George is, and Keeley, it's in the mail. It's actually today's mail. All right, so this is this week's question. Mm. You ready? Yeah, yeah. What was the original name of Mickey's Toontown Fair in Walt Disney World? What was the original name? Of Mickey's Toontown Fair in Walt Disney World. That's a good question. I'm not even going to fake an answer because I might screw up and say the right one. <laughs> if you know the answer, send that to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, what, come on. Yep. What's the name of Mickey's Toontown Fair, the original name? I remember it in both states, so that should be interesting. Yeah, I do too, actually. Yeah. Uh, hey, don't forget to join us this Thursday, 8 p.m., right here, same bat channel. We are going to do a traction poster scramble. So mm. we scrambled up, I don't know, 12, 13, I can't remember what the number is anymore. Wait, mm -hmm. Hold on. 12. Uh, 12. 12 uh, traction posters. Uh, 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 12. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> They're all scrambled up. Uh, and uh, you can uh, see them this week here. Oh, Sweet. There you go. You got a taste of it. You saw Ooh. it. You didn't see it. You blinked. It was gone. No cheating. No cheating. No cheating. That was it. So uh, that that's Thursday, 8 p.m. right here. Sweet. All right. Downtown Disney clarifies mask requirements as three more businesses reopen. Uh, downtown Disney, Disneyland's resort shopping and dining district, not to be confused with Disney Springs, which is Walt Disney World's shopping district, began its phased reopening on July 9th. Uh, just as Walt Disney World has recently issued clarifications on guidelines on face coverings, the downtown Disney district has also tightened up its requirements, limiting when guests are able to remove masks. Most notably, downtown Disney has spelled out guidelines with respect to the eating and the drinking, similar to Walt Disney World's, but with the addition of the world outside. Get, and I'm quoting here, guests may remove their face coverings while actively eating or drinking outside, stationary, and maintaining appropriate physical distances from others, end quote. According to the Downtown Disney District's website, this is due to the fact that all indoor dining is currently suspended statewide in the state of California. The clarification closes a loophole that seemingly allowed guests to remove face coverings while walking around so long as they were eating or drinking something. Despite the ongoing closures and restrictions, three additional businesses businesses oh, geez, hang on, new teeth. 
Three additional businesses join the ranks of downtown Disney's reopened dining and retail. Wait, can't dine in. So I guess it's just like quick, quick service and retail locations. The outdoor patio of T- Tortilla Joe's and the outdoor upper deck at Ballast Point Brewing Company reopened for dining and footwear retailer California Soul opened on July 22nd. The following locations have previously opened uh, July 9th. Keep in mind that additional locations may open but are not currently on this list. So, Asian Street Eats, Black Tap Craft Burgers and Shakes, California Churro, Curl Surf, Disney Home, Disney Pin Traders, Earl of Sandwich, Jamba, Kayla's Cakes, Marceline's Confectionery, Naples Restaurante Bar, uh, Pandora Jewelry, Rinse Bath and Body Co., Salt and Straw, Sephora, Starbucks, Starbucks West, Starbucks East, Starbucks North, Starbucks Central, Starbucks All Day Long, Sugarboo and Company, Sunglass Incorporated, excuse me, Sunglass Icon, Disney Dress Shop, The Lego Store, Uva Bond Cafe, Wes's Pretzels, Wonderground Gallery, and the World of Disney. There's still no scheduled reopening date for Disneyland Resorts theme parks. Shame. Pending California's new state guidelines on reopening, the downtown Disney district is now open to guests from 10 a.m. till 8 p.m. daily, though individual location hours may vary. Uh, to learn more, go to Disneyland.com forward slash the letter D, the letter T, the letter D. They should have published what places were not open. That would have what been the easy. easier list. <laughs> Much easier. I should, have done, I should have done that for them. <laughs> These places are not open. Yeah. Yeah, it's not okay. It's yeah. more fun to read the list. Right. All right, so there are some updates now to the rise of Resistance Virtual Queue procedures. Yay. Uh, so when you arrive at Walt Disney World, uh, which reopened on July 11th and uh, then July 15th for Star Wars things, and uh, I, well, I'll, I'll let that go. Uh, the only attraction to offer guests a virtual queue in lieu of a standby line was Rise of the Resistance. Mm-hmm. So previously, guests were able to attempt to join the queue at 10 a.m., 1 p.m., and 4 p.m. So beginning on July 24th, guests now only have two opportunities to join the queue, and that's at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. I think 4 p.m. was too late for them to get everybody out by seven or hmm. get everybody in the queue and get them out by seven I think it just lingered on too long but I still think they should do a third one somewhere in there just my opinion anyway yeah. anecdotally we've heard that a lot of problems with the 1pm virtual queue drop time this mm-hmm. attraction experience frequent downtime I can't believe they haven't fixed this thing yet and guests have reported that there have been little to no availability for boarding groups at the 1 p.m. time. Uh, mm-hmm. Drop time for the attraction combined with the added volume from recovery from some guests, guests who experienced particular errors during the 10 p.m. Uh, 10 a.m. Uh, drop appear to have impacted the 1 p.m. release. Adding an extra hour and releasing more space at 2 p.m. should allow the attraction a better chance of moving through. Uh, moving through more existing boarding groups uh, before opening up additional space. Mm-hmm. In order to join this virtual queue, all members of your party hopping, uh, hoping to ride 
Hey, not hopping. Hoping to ride the attraction. <laughs> Are those people over there hopping? We're trying to go on that rise resistance. going to rise up. And they're going to come down. They're going to rise up again. They're going to come down. That's uh, hoping to ride this attraction must have a valid park admission. I hope so if you're inside the park. A valid Disney park pass. That means you have something to get in the park, which I think you should have if you're inside the park. <laughs> uh, and also be inside the park, which is the important key thing. Yes. Uh, guests can attempt to join by selecting the Star Wars Rise of Resistance virtual queue on the home screen in the My Disney Experience app. As long as your entire party is linked in the Disney Experience, you mm -hmm. can attempt to secure a virtual queue for everyone in your group. And I would say that only one person should do this. I know it's tempting to have everybody in your group try it, but mystical things happen and then nobody gets it so yeah. have one person attempt that's my experience if you're successful you will be given an estimated return time and a push notification when the group is called and you'll have one hour to return to the attraction once your group is called to maximize your chance and they will tell you no I've seen it happen mm. uh, to maximize your chances of securing your voting group here are some tips Arrive before the 10 a.m. release and move further into the park from the entrance gates. So if you're just huddled around the entrance gates where everybody else is milling, guess what? They're all pinging the same cell tower. You want right. to be in a place where there's nobody. So you have a better chance of pinging a tower solo-ish style. Okay. <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah. Um, all right. So turn off your Wi-Fi. <clears throat> and use your phone's cell service for data to avoid any of the park slowdown. And that's the other key thing. Because everybody's on Disney's Wi-Fi, and that just gets bogged down with, you know, it can't return anything. Mm -hmm. uh, select the Star Wars Rise of Resistance virtual queue option, and then either pull down on your screen repeatedly to refresh or toggle back and forth between the join screen and the previous page until the join button goes live. Hmm. Uh, Disney has emphasized that joining this virtual queue does not guarantee you the ability to experience the rises of resistance. And uh, somebody told me, too, they were in the park a couple days ago, and uh, it was the morning one, went nine seconds. Wow. Nine seconds. That's how fast you have to be. You have nine seconds to get on there and get it. Wow. Yeah. So uh, it is very hit or miss and it's still uh, I, I don't know I think we have maybe something coming up but the studios is still gone for most pass holders it's the most demand uh, park right now yeah it was a mess this weekend yeah it was really busy this weekend which is weird because haven't they capped how many people can come into the park uh, I, I thought so I, I did too <laughs> you wouldn't think there'd be that much traffic <laughs> yeah Apparently that was incorrect yeah Disney has announced a new mobile puzzle game called the Disney Wonderful Worlds. A new Disney Parks-themed mobile puzzle game is now available for pre-registration called Disney Wonderful Worlds. Uh, this new Match 3 decoration builder game set to launch globally on the App Store and Google Play early next year will allow players to build and customize their very own Disney Park. 
Uh, we are thrilled to bring the magic of Disney parks to players everywhere in our newest title, Disney Wonderful World, said Alexander Thabit, uh, CEO of Ludia, the mobile game developer and publisher working on the project. He says, uh, Alexander, I'm assuming is a he, so... Alexandre says our team has been working closely with Disney and Pixar games to capture the enchantment of Disney parks, attractions, and beloved Disney and Pixar characters in this exciting new puzzle game. In Disney Wonderful Worlds, players will immerse themselves in a colorful Disney park just waiting to be built by completing match three puzzles with the help of Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and all their friends, players will earn classic Disney parks attractions and relive iconic moments from the parks. Uh, we're proud to be working with Ludia to deliver a new match three game for Disney fans around the world, said Luigi Pure, Priori. Priori. Luigi's Luigi making Priori. games? Hey, it's the Luigi. Hey, Luigi. It's me, Mario. It's Mario. me, Mario. Making the video games now. <laughs> no more chasing after that princess. Uh, Luigi Priori. Prior, whatever. Vice President of Disney and Pixar Games, uh, Disney Wonderful Worlds will give players a chance to wish upon a star for the first time in forever and build beloved lands which have delighted millions of guests over the years. Fans who pre-register will receive a series of exclusive gifts and a unique Minnie Mouse decoration for their park once the game launches. To pre-register, simply visit DisneyWonderfulWorlds.com. Wow. Let's go look. I registered. We'll see what happens. Did? Yes, I did. Hey, uh, I I heard about this and I thought it was fake. <laughs> so I went directly to the source. <laughs> I emailed uh, the company. I'm like, is this true? And unfortunately, it is. So here's <gasps> what happened. Oh. Amp Hills Creamery will not open at Disney Springs or Disney's Boardwalk. Uh, fans of the Amp Hill Creamery, the Brooklyn-based uh, ice cream shop that opened uh, an outpost at Disney's Boardwalk in 2016, have been uh, quite the roller coaster ride when it comes to tracking the beloved Scoop Shop's uh, fate at Walt Disney World. Sadly, uh, we I got a confirmation directly from the source that Amp Hill Creamery spokesperson said that the ice cream shop will not be operating in Walt mm -hmm. Disney World location in the near future. And this was not their choice. <gasps> Disney did not renew their contract. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So don't blame Amp Hills. You can blame Disney. Or uh, Amp Hills. Yeah. Uh, Amp Hills uh, devotees were thrilled uh, by the announcement last August that a second location was going to be coming to Disney. I was excited. It's right next to the movie theater where I am all the time. I was like, oh, great. Ice cream in a movie. Perfect. Um, so that is not coming. The opening was uh, understandably delayed by the coronavirus closure uh, and then D Disney closing, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Uh, the company filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Four days later, on March 20th, the boardwalk location closed. The rest of Disney World had not reopened. Uh, things look a little uh, brighter, for, uh, brighter, brighter for those hoping they had it tasted their last scoop of Sally Sells Seashells, uh, the Boardwalk exclusive flavor, when it announced the July 10th that Schmidt Industries had closed the acquisition of the assets of the Amp Hill Creamery and would reopen nine of their locations as well as the Brooklyn factory and rehire some of the Amp Hill team members. 
uh, according to a press release, which was true, but not any of the Disney ones. Uh, when the Disney Springs website uh, still says coming soon and the boardwalk location says temporarily unavailable on the Disney website, uh, I reached out to Ampill to find out whether uh, this could mean good news for Disney fans and according to them, it's air. Uh-uh. So, that's wow. it. It's, a, it's huh? a, not the coming back. It's a gone for good. What's Bob going to do? He's going to need ice cream when he's enjoying his retirement. Yeah. He's gonna if, have if to, uh, yeah. He's gonna have to uh, go to Hagen Dazs, I guess, or gelato. Get gelato somewhere. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Or Wolfgang Puck and get the yeah. uh, gelato there. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. Run Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend will become now a virtual race for 2020. Wow. Run Disney announced uh, that the 2020 Wine and Dine Marathon Weekend, originally scheduled for number fifth. November 5th through 8th Disney World Resort is being transitioned into a virtual race citing concerns for the health and safety of cast members, athletes and guests during the ongoing circumstances surrounding COVID-19. Registered guests are being given the option to receive either a full refund or for the registered guests with the United States mailing address to convert their existing registration to a virtual event that can be completed remotely. Uh, virtual race participants will receive the following based on their registrations. You'll get race distance medals, uh, runner long sleeve shirts and kids short sleeve shirts, uh, digital bib and finisher certificate, a digital toolkit, including start and finish line and mile markers, digital goofy uh, goodie bag, excuse me, virtual playlist, a Disney gift card for select races for like the half marathon, the 10K, the 5K, or the two-course challenge. Uh, gift card values are corresponding to each race distance. Uh, $100 for the two-course challenge, 90 for the half marathon, 30 for the 10K, 10 for the 5K. Wow, cheap. Uh, gift cards are expected to be processed in six to eight weeks after selecting the virtual race option. Registered runners who choose to be refunded will receive a refund back to their original form of payment for the following race registrations, including the half marathon, 10K, 5K, two-course challenge, or the kids' races, commemorative merchandise, automatic refund, no virtual option, so you're not going to get the pin. So that's kind of sad. Cheer squads getting an automatic refund with no virtual option. Because there's no reason to cheer virtually for nobody. There's anyway, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Uh, and the processing fee, get your processing feedback. Uh, guests who purchase tickets for the wine and dine after party will also receive refunds. Refunds are expected to be processed within six to eight weeks. Emails will begin going out. Uh, they should have already begun on the 23rd with instructions for how to select either the refund or virtual race option. Registered guests who do not make the selection by August 5th will be automatically refunded. Uh, the above options are, are for guests who registered directly with Run Disney for the Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend. Runners who have registered through a participating charity, tour operator, or the Walt Disney Travel Company should reach out directly to that organization to confirm their options. As for future races, Run Disney has already opened registration for the 2021 Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend in January and the 2021 Disney Princess Half Marathon Weekend that happens in February. Hmm. So how do they verify said virtual running? It's uh, 
it's the honor system. Some places require you to to send a photo Mm -hmm. of your time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some people require you to send split times. I've heard of that. Mm. But um, every virtual race I've ever done, it's been like you pay for it and then the medals come in and then it's on you to run the race. Mm. You know, if you want to spend the money for the for the swag, mm-hmm. uh, uh, then they're going to assume that you're going to do the running. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. I just, uh, I guess if you're paying for that stuff and they're sending it to you, you know, you've already it's- paid for it. You either run or you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at that point. They're sending yeah. you the medal, the, the yada, yada, yada. So, yeah. you're just paying for it. So, just Fair either enough. do it or don't do it, I guess. It's your choice. All right, just curious. All right, so the Planning Commission approves Disneyland's DVC project. Uh, as expected, the Anaheim Planning Commission offered its approval on a project which would add an additional 350 DVC units to Disneyland Resorts. On July 20th, the Anaheim, uh, California Planning Commission voted 7-0, to zero. very interesting, mm. to endorse the proposed uh, DVC addition to the grounds of the Disneyland Hotel. The project features a 12-story tower with 350 timeshare villas, a new pool, an interactive play area, community hall, fitness center, and other amenities, public mm. restaurants. Uh, the building would be located on the southwest corner of the hotel property adjacent to the current Frontier Tower, which is part of the Disneyland Hotel. Uh, this is the latest step in a lengthy approval process, which has included focus groups, virtual town halls, nearby residents, traffic studies, extensive discussions, area city planners, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, documents released last week shows the proposed grounds of the hotel, the room layouts, and much more. Uh, the project moves on to the Anaheim City Council for their final approval. Published timelines indicate a completion target date of the year 2023. Ooh. However, the ongoing influence of COVID has impacted many of the Disney theme park related projects, such as like Avengers. Uh, campus at Disney's California and uh, Adventure, which was slated to open July 18th. However, the two California parks have been closed for more than four months with no reopening date currently on the radar. Downtown mm-hmm. Disney Shopping District is open, as John has mentioned. California's mm-hmm. sole Disney Vacation Club presence remains uh, the villas at Disney's California, uh, Disney's Grand California Hotel and Spa, representing less than 2% of all the DVC villas. Uh, Grand California is a difficult destination to secure, very sought after. Um, it has uh, 350 uh, new villas. It will, uh, the addition of the 350 new villas to Disneyland Resort is very much needed. Mm. Yeah, if, you, if you're trying to get California, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. It, yeah, it's the only place you can stay. You know, unless you want to swap your points for hotel room, which is typically not a great value. Right. You know. Right. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, Love Pop is opening a new location here at Disney Springs Town Center later this fall. Uh, Love Pop is the 3D card maker that first made a splash on Shark Tank 
and is opening a new location at Disney Springs Town Center District. As you can uh, find out, uh, these cards are uh, going to be wrapping uh, up windows. The card company's wrapping windows in Disney Springs. It's a coming soon 2020, if I could read. Uh, we've learned that Love Pop is targeting a September time frame to move in, but an official date hasn't been announced yet. Before I go on, weren't they in the... Uh, weren't they in the... Um, Marketplace co-op. Wow, yeah. The uh, the testing site area. Yeah. I guess I guess they passed They've the graduated. And they've graduated. Uh, this location is going to be right next to the Ron John Surf Shop, which is two doors down from the uh, Fly Pigs, saying, which is near the garage entrance for Lime. Uh, the current Love Pop kiosk will have their final day of operating uh, on, well, it's done. It was yesterday. Uh, kiosk was located next to Paddlefish. Oh, yeah, that's right. Love Pop will not have a presence at Disney Springs. Uh, until a new location opens this fall. Love Pop has grown from a small kiosk inside of the Marketplace Co-op to a location inside of Epcot to a yet-to-be-opened brick-and-mortar location here at Disney Springs. That's exciting. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, they're moving up in the world. Good for Kevin Leary. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like he what needs it. How, how much he's making. Oh, he's making. <laughs> I just kind of sad stuff here. Uh, Disney World cast members are blocked out extension all the way now until November of 2020. So the biggest perk of suffering the summer heat has been sucked away from you. I, I just find that horrible. You know what? I would gladly give up an annual pass day to give the cast members one day. Pick a day and say... You want to come? Here's the day. You sign up for this day. You can come all day long. Not even sign up. Just come. Yeah. You know, whatever. Just give them one day a week. One. That's all I'm saying. Uh, so I think what they've been doing is shifting these blocks. You know, they gave, obviously, people that were staying in the Disney Resort preferential treatment to a park right. pass. They were number right. one. Uh, then with uh, people that bought day date tickets, you know, mm-hmm. so if you went to the ticket window and you said I want a ticket, that was preference number two. I think pass holders got number three, and then there's the bottom of the barrel. So cast members got nothing. Just give them something. I don't. Know. It's just crazy the way they're thinking right now. Uh, the cast member blockout calendar shows that cast is now blocked out uh, from visiting any Walt Disney theme park until October. 31st, 2020. When cast members are allowed to visit the theme park at some point in the future, their entry will be managed by the Disney Park Pass Reservation System that guests have been using. Uh, When the blockout date gets lifted, cast members will have a small allotment, and I think very small, of guest reservations uh, that will get prioritized. And like I said, it's going to go hotel guests, day-date ticket, pass holders, and boom. And what they have been doing is, I guess, depending on the demand or the capacity of the hotels, they've been reallocating that to pass holders. That's why pass holders have seen more dates open up. Right. You know, so it's interesting. Mm. Interesting. Yep. Very, very. Uh, Florida residents can now go back to the Magic with a new Disney Magic Flex ticket. <gasps> I'm flexing. You can't see me. 
Uh, Florida residents can purchase a two-day Florida Res Disney Magic Flex ticket for $130 plus tax, which turns out to be $65 a day plus tax. Alternatively, they can enjoy more magic with a three-day or four-day specialty price ticket. With a Florida resident Disney Magic Flex ticket, which is one, two, three, four, five, six words long, uh, guests can enjoy two, three, or four days, depending on the ticket purchased, at one Walt Disney World theme park per day. Again, there is no park hopping, which makes Park Hopper John very sad. Uh, these flex tickets can be used at any one of the four major theme parks on non-consecutive days throughout the offer period and is subject to availability. Both theme park reservation, uh, both a theme park reservation via the Disney Park Pass system and a valid theme park ticket for the same day uh, and for the same park, excuse me, on the same day are required for each person for your party ages three and up, limited one park per day. Reservations are limited and subject to availability. To learn more about the reopening of Walt Disney World Resort, you can visit the information and updates page. Um, all right, so let's, I'll do this the best way I can. Here's here's some pricing. Two-day ticket, $130 per ticket. Uh, there's some time references here, but a three-day ticket is $174. Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's another date range for a four-day ticket, was $195. Tickets are non-refundable, non-transferable, and exclude activities, events that are separated, separately priced but they've been canceled, so it doesn't really matter. If you're looking to purchase theme park tickets, consider the, uh, uh, well, I'll just go to Disney. <laughs> or Sorry. contact our sponsor at DisneyParkPodcast.com uh, forward slash D2 travel. Right. There you go. All right. Hey, kids. How about some headline news? And now, the headline news. Okay, let's start with over the weekend, what I would call my New York friend, Disney legend Regis Philbin passed away at 88 this weekend. Yeah. Very, very sad. For those yeah. that remember, he used to host the Disney Christmas Day Parade with Joan London. I know I'm going back, but that's the fact. Right. Uh, Van Eaton Gallery is to host now a Disneyland, the first 65-year auction. Uh, you can go look at their catalog online, and uh, you can even uh, put bids on things online. And they have quite a collection of stuff going back 65 years. So yeah. if you're looking for some old Disneyland merch and stuff, props and signs and things. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge toys and merch is now landing at Target, and it should not be a surprise since they've partnered with Target and they're building a store right in their backyard. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> to to sell other Disney things, <laughs> so yeah. it's not a surprise that that is happening. I guess they're just trying to get an early jump on it. Yeah. Uh, the Disney Cruise Line, you can go Google this, but the Disney Cruise Line shared the full video of the Tangle, the musical, which hmm. uh, takes place on the Disney cruise ship. Uh, so if you haven't seen it and you want to see it, it's on the internets. Or you can go on Facebook, I think, too. I think they posted it there as well. Hmm. Have you have you, I, have you seen that show? No? 
the uh, the tangled show. Yeah. No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, hey, a woman was arrested with trying to bring two guns and marijuana into Epcot. Now, the only reason that this is interesting <laughs> is because she got caught with the new technology. So well, it's this, these two little stanchions, and you walk through it. You know, people can walk through it, many people. And uh, they were able to snag her pot and her guns uh, and uh, were able to stop her right there at the gate, which kudos to them for technology. <laughs> Shame were, uh... on you uh, as to why you had two guns and pot in your diaper bag with your infant. But that's another story. That's a story we, for uh... another day. I can't remember where we were, but we were some friends, and that news hit the line, and I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, let me get this straight. Yeah. You came in with not only pot, but two, count them, two guns? Yeah, and an infant. And an infant. Do they not know the secret? The secret is you can't bring guns to Disney. Yeah. Or Disney parks. You can't bring guns to Disney parks. Especially with the new technology that they're using. Maybe the old days you might have been able to. Yeah. Today, it's a no-no. <laughs> it's a no-no. Uh, I spoke about this earlier. I can confirm that valet service is now available at Disney Resort. So, handicap parking or if you feel like uh, ponying up the, I don't know what it is, $45. Uh, mm. Or you park and use your tables in Wonderland. Uh, that is now available at the Disney Resorts. Right. Uh, Sony and Marvel have pushed back Spider-Man 3 release date. We are not going to see any movies this year. No, no movies coming for us. Nothing. We're out. We're out of luck. Yep. Uh, there are now new Mickey and Minnie mozzarella-shaped uh, food, and you can get this from Farm Rich. Uh, the, that's the manufacturer at any of your local grocery stores. So if you have kids that are interested in making Minnie mozzarella-shaped, I can't say sticks, but mozzarella-shaped food. Well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, the Grand Floridian walkway to the Magic Kingdom is almost done. There's so now a platform that connects that walkway with like a little gate. And yeah. yeah. It's getting close. It's getting close. It's getting close. I can almost smell the concrete. <sighs> I love this fresh smell of concrete in the morning. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. The Hollywood Studios, as we mentioned, is fully booked for annual pass holders. In August, again. Ooh. July's gone, and now August is gone. So that's it. You're done. Yeah. Uh, and then there's this weird rumor lingering around uh, that extensive work is planned for the Tomorrowland People Mover, and it may go down for a long, hard rehab. Ooh. And that makes me sad because I was thinking – if there was one place you'd be able to sneak your mask off, it would be on the people mover. I mean, even though there are cameras every six feet, but I'm just thinking, you know, in between cameras. Yep. Yep. No. <laughs> so I guess they're going to, we'll fix everybody's break. We'll just rehab it. Yeah. I, I mean, it did have some problems before the COVID happened of constant yeah. breakdowns. So I get it, but I don't know. It's the one thing that I enjoy. That mm-hmm. I try to go on each time, so I'm just gonna find something else to write. Yeah, well, that's it. It's kind of sad. It's weird. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, guys. Well, that's kind of the news for the week. We hope that you uh, had a good time with us. If you're not doing anything on Monday nights, come join us at 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can be part of the chat room. There's a bunch of people talking and hanging out and having a good time. And we've added a new show on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. You can come watch the infotainment show. This week we're doing kind of like a visual thing, but we'll we'll do some more debate stuff coming up. I think that's going to be fun. Uh, you can come check that out here at facebook.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast. If you'd like to support the show, make sure you come over to patreon.com forward slash Disney Parks Podcast and come visit us at DisneyParksPodcast.com. That's our home away from home on the internet where you can see all of our blog articles and all of our uh, um, archives of shows as well as links to our amazing friends like our buddies over at Destinations to Travel. Go to DisneyParksPodcast.com forward slash the letter D, the number two for destination to travel and unless you have anything to add my friend if we don't see you online we'll see you in the parks the disney parks podcast is not affiliated with the walt disney company all disney parks attractions lands shows event names etc are registered trademarks of the walt disney company (laughs) 